in darkness as I blind and black blackened by the night of sin not a single ray of light on me shone on my own I always remained the same then heard I a voice from afar saying come while the door is still ajar I tend to see whence the voice came then my eyes met with a dying lamp my sins he took away no longer was I in the night the sun of righteousness shone on me healing to me he brought in his wings to the rays of the sun of righteousness I woke his bidding I did as his word to my heart spoke his obedient child I became as his hand I took and the enemy's shackles away I shook you are listening to work it out with Fiona on the whole duty of man whole duty of man podcast I'm Fiona and you are listening to work it out um, we apologize for not being able to uh, end episode this past Friday, but we'll be having one today. Um, we're continuing with our series on the fundamentals of Christian faith. And today we'll be looking at the topic, spiritual gifts and ministries. And to we'll be having this conversation with Brother Babuluki Moseki. Brother Babuluki Moseki is a pastoral evangelist from Pure Light Missions. Um, he is also the owner of Thinking Out Loud podcast. Be sure to check it out. Follow him uh, for some very interesting conversations and topics. Uh, Brother Babuluki, welcome to the Whole Duty of Men podcast. Uh, thank you for, for the invite. And greetings to your listeners. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Okay. Are you excited for, for today's podcast? <laughs> um, I'm glad to be here. I mean, I think last time we had this, I, I did say that if I'm invited again, I will, I will, I will join. So um, it's, it's, it's a privilege. It's an honor. All right, yeah. Thank you for accepting the invite. So spiritual gifts, what are spiritual gifts? Uh, what are spiritual gifts? Um, uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, that's where I'd like us to begin, Ephesians chapter 4. Um, okay. Verse 8. Verse 8 says, Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. So it talks about the ascension of Christ and uh, that uh, when he ascended, he did something. He gave gifts unto men. And so these are the gifts that he gave. Uh, you see a list of them from verse 11. Um, mm-hmm. You know, basically some of them, not all of them, of course. He gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. So those are the spiritual gifts. The gifts that or the abilities and uh, certain virtues that Christ gives his church for a certain purpose, um, or those who believe in him for a certain purpose. And okay. um, yeah, that basically that's, that, that's the, those are the uh, the, the, the spiritual gifts. 
That's what spiritual gifts are. I got abilities and virtues given by Christ to his church. Right. Thank you. So how does an individual being a Christian identify their own set of spiritual gifts? Um, the, the one way to know what your spiritual gifts are is, is to pray to God. You know, God reveals things to us. God has a way mm-hmm. of communicating with us. And um, for any Christian, they know that there is a, a way that um, God communicates to them. And it could be through, um, you know, God confirms it. You see it by the fact that you, it's easy for you to do that. If he's teaching, it's easy for you to teach. It, you mm-hmm. enjoy teaching. Um, you enjoy studying to see how you can improve your teaching and reaching out to other people who don't know or who don't have the knowledge that you have. So the, the passion in doing the work and also... Um, it goes with what impact do you have when you do that work? Does it bear good fruits? Does it yield good fruits? So those are the things that <clears throat> one can look at to see what their gift is. Um, I, I, I can't say that there's one way of saying that, okay, follow this method and then you know. Uh, the least I, I can say is, you know, God communicates with us differently. And mm-hmm. if you're a Christian, you know how God communicates with you and you confirm some of the things um, through your interaction and the way you communicate with God. Mm-hmm. And also sometimes and there is this aspect of people telling you that, well, you know, you are good at this. You are good at this. And not only one person, but different people from different settings who have never met each other even. That can also help you to look into it and see, okay, God, um, is this really my gift? And pray to God and God will uh, confirm it if that is the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a, this funny story. I don't know if I should say funny story, but when I moved to my local church, I had four or five people come to me and say, um, are you a nurse? You look like could be a nurse the way you interact with people. Uh, so should I uh, believe that that's somehow connected to my spiritual gifts? Um, you know, the thing is, as, as the Bible says, men mm. judges from the outside. You look like mm. a nurse. Mm. I mean, do nurses have a certain look or um, are they known by their works? Mm-hmm. The work of a nurse is to take care of the sick. So for me to conclude that someone looks like a nurse, I have to see them taking care of the sick and how they handle the sick. So just from the look of, okay, this person walks this way or they care themselves this way, it's it's a bit of a flawed judgment. Okay. All right, no, cool, thanks. Um, so when you look at Ephesians 4, uh, verse, verse 11, it says... And he gave some apostles and some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. Um, is it possible for you to desire a certain spiritual gift and then pray for it and then have it given to you? Um, you the Bible teaches okay. that... Okay, sorry. Sorry. 
You... No, it's okay, you can go on. Okay. The, the Bible teaches that the, the Holy Spirit gives every man as he wills. Like the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is the one who determines. Um, the, the, and this stems from the fact that God knows us more than we know ourselves. Mm-hmm. I may desire something and God knows that I cannot handle it. I may desire it because maybe because of prestige or because of how I see people who have that gift or who occupy that office, uh, you know, how much respect they get or how much recognition they get. And then I may mm-hmm. desire that. But God knows, no, no, this does not fit Babuluki. This does not fit so and so. So um, that's why the Bible says the Holy Spirit is the one who determines uh, the okay. gifts that he gives to me. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, so why is it important for... And, 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 okay. and, and, and let me just give a, a verse to that effect. Okay. First uh, Corinthians of the 12, verse, uh, verse... Let me just take begin from verse 9 um, to verse 11. It says, To another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all this worketh that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So it's the Holy Spirit who determines which gift I'm giving to this person. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the biblical evidence that we have to that effect. So the Holy Spirit gives according to his will, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I was I was about to ask how why is it important for me or you to know our set of spiritual gifts? Um the the, the, the reason for us to know our gifts is I think Ephesians chapter four, verse twelve. Please read verse twelve for us. Okay. Uh, give me a moment. Verse 11 just outlines the different gifts that are there that Christ gave to his church. Apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, and so forth mm-hmm. and so on. So verse 12 gives us a reason. Okay, verse 12. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So there are three things that are outlined there. Perfecting of the saints, mm-hmm. um, work of the ministry, and edification of the body of Christ. So if we know what our gifts are, then we will use them properly to accomplish this threefold goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfecting of the saints, work of the ministry, and edification of the body of Christ. And also in First Corinthians chapter twelve, um, verse uh, verse fourteen, it gives us um, from verse verse just say verse fourteen from verse twelve actually sorry from verse twelve, Paul gives this analogy of the church as a body, hmm. um, and he, he says that uh, although we are many, there is one body like there are different members or different organs of the body but it constitutes one body. And then in verse 15, he talks about the foot, 
and the hand. They are part of the body, mm-hmm. but they do a different. They do. They have each different. Um, they each have different works that they do. And then mm-hmm. in verse six, he talks about the ear and the eye. So you see that he shows the different organ, the different organs, and their different um, uh, purposes in the body, but they all constitute the body. So for you and I, everyone else to know their gifts is such that they can play their role properly. You don't have to have the hand doing the work of the foot or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Thank you, Amen. Um, yes, so there's this there's this verse that is usually quoted, uh, Romans chapter 11, verse 29. It says, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. So in light of this verse, I want you to answer this question. If somebody apostatizes or that they don't use their spiritual gifts yet, they are aware of them. Can that person lose those spiritual gifts? Okay, that's from Romans chapter 11, right? Yes. Um, that's from Romans chapter 11, <clears throat> uh, verse 29. It's very interesting. When we look at Romans chapter 11, mm-hmm. and, and then looking at the context of uh, the chapter, um, Paul, the, his burden, basically, it's on... Um, it's it's on the Jewish nation. Mm. Uh, he he shows God's love, or he talks about God's love for the Jewish nation. Remember that um, this was not far, not 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 far after the close of provision for the Jewish nation. Mm-hmm. Are you still there? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Um, Did you hear me citing Romans chapter 11? I had the part where you said uh, it was after the close of probation for the Jewish nation. Oh, yeah. Um, This is to say that God had transferred the covenant from the nation of Israel to the New Testament church, the Christian church, the Christian movement. Mm -hmm. So now here, Paul is talking about um, the fact that um, God um, still loves the, the people of Israel as much as he himself was of uh, the, the, the nation of Israel and how that God has extended his love toward him. So when you get to verse 29 um, and we read um, that verse that uh, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance, we have to understand it in this way that um, as God has given them um, the privilege of knowing who he is as God and revealing his oracles to them, he didn't turn around and then you know take those things away from them. So um, that's, that's the original context of the verse. But now coming to the issue of spiritual gifts, 
um, there are certain gifts um, that uh, I would say they are revocable. Mm-hmm. I just want to give an example with um, a certain men in the Advent movement, early Advent movement. Um, this man, um, he he was approached by God. Um, rather, God showed him, um, gave him some. He gave him some some visions concerning mm. uh, the Millerite movement, concerning the things that Ellen White was shown afterward. And this man, he did not. Um, he did not go forward and you know preach those things. His name is Hazen Force, actually. Hazen Force, yeah. So mm-hmm. Hazen Force, um, he was given the gifts of prophecy, it's a spiritual gift, but he did not use it, he did not do what God wanted him to do. And God it took God took it away from him and gave it to someone else. So you see that there are certain things that God can take away gifts that God t- can take away because now if he just gives it and leaves it like that it's unused it's a waste he takes it and gives to another and you also see the same thing of revelation when he talks about when he talks to the seven churches unless you repent I will remove your candle and give it to another so mm. there is a condition connected to the spiritual gifts each year. if you don't use them you lose them and then of course there are those gifts that we can categorize as natural talent. Mm. The gift of teaching, yes, it's uh, a gift from God in the sense that we cannot manufacture it, but it's something that we have. It's more, more, more of a natural talent. Um, it, it, it did not come in a supernatural way. Mm. Uh, we do not have certain con- conditions connected to it. So mm. those ones, of course, you'll still be able to teach even if you apostatize, you will even teach heresy if you are a heretic. You have this mm. gift of commanding um, attention, attention when, when you teach. So yeah, we, we have to see those um, those differences. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. So there are those that can be revoked and there are those that maybe fall under the category of natural talents. Natural talents, yes. All right. Okay. Um, what would you say to someone who feels they do not have any spiritual gifts? Like you go to someone, what is your spiritual gift? And like, I don't know, or I don't have any. What should you say to that person? Well, um, one thing that we know for sure, one thing that we know for sure from what the Bible says is that every believer has been given a spiritual gift. Amen. At least, yes. And you also see the same thing being taught in the parable of the talents. There's one who has two, there's one who has one, there's one who has five. The, the mm. fact of the matter is that no one a, had zero. a believer it, it, it has at least one. Mm. Yeah. Okay. A believer has at least one. So one may not know, they may not be aware, but they have it. Because mm. Christ does not call into his church people who just be who just be um, you know um sit warmers and and, 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 and bench warmers and, and pew warmers they have, mm-hmm. they are called they have enlisted in his army to fight a battle and for mm-hmm. that they need a set of skills or at least a gift um to know how to fight and how to edify and how to 
fulfill the work of the ministry and how to perfect the saints. So each one of us plays a role. Now, we may not be aware of it. And what I would say to someone who's not aware of their gifts or who feels that they've not been gifted, number one, know that God has given you a gift. Have that mm-hmm. in mind and set it in your mind that God has given you a gift. The only thing that is remaining for you to discover what that gift is. And I think it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Pray to God, ask God to show you what your gift is. And also observe yourself. What is it mm-hmm. that you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and, and I don't blame people, I don't entirely blame people who don't know or who feel that they don't have any spiritual gifts. Because sometimes maybe the way we operate in a church is such that we stifle certain gifts. Mm-hmm. We make things so formalistic that um, we don't expose other people to explore what their talents are or what their gifts are. Mm-hmm. So um, I will encourage, because for me to, I think now this goes to maybe, I don't know if I, you ask this, but I'll just give an example with myself. Um, I, I really never liked public speaking. I, I, I shunned it by all means. Uh, when I was at high school and all that, I shunned it uh, like a proxy. So uh, when I got convinced that you know God wants me to do this, I exposed myself to uh, situations or instances where I am uh, able and why I have opportunity to teach other people what I know about Jesus. Mm. So then I, I found that, oh, actually, like this thing, and I actually can you know, do well in this thing, like talking to people. Before then, I was like, okay, it's my, me, myself, and I, you know, in full circle of friends. I don't want to interact with anyone who's a stranger. I don't want to say anything to anyone. But after, you know, I I, I, I met God and I had an encounter with God, um, that changed. I exposed myself to certain situations to see, can I really do this? Mm. I mean, talk about medical missionary work. I exposed myself to different kinds of people who are sick. And I was like, okay, so other things were too tough for me or just not my cup of tea. Yeah, that mm. uh, no, this one, not because I don't want to. I mean, I like to do it as much as I do other things, but I just don't fare well on this thing. I'm like, okay, this is not my area. This is where I perform well and better. I'll focus on that and strengthen it. And then where I cannot function, I'll leave it to others who can do that. All right, so that's good. one way of, of, of seeing it. All right. Thank you and praise God for that um, testimony. Um, yeah. Additionally, for those who may be interested in finding out what their spiritual gifts are, there's a spiritual gifts test available on uh, General Conference Youth Ministries website, so you can check it out. You're basically going to be answering a couple of questions regarding what you like and don't like, and if you answer honestly, they'll be able to compile it and say, from the answers that you have given us, you sound more like a teacher and administrator, but of course, the best thing to do is to pray to God because he is the giver of all those good gifts. So we're almost out of time. I'm just going to give you uh, a minute, 30 seconds to share what your spiritual gifts are. 
<laughs> which one is your favorite? <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Um, Aish, this is uh, an invading question, honestly. It is an invading It's invading, but this is what I would say. Um, <laughs> the gifts that are connected with teaching, mm-hmm. instruction, Mm. I I see that a lot. I see that a lot. Um, I think knowledge also, you know a lot of things. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you are going to teach, you have to know. Yeah. You, you need to study, you need to research. So, you see, um, knowledge or teaching goes with knowledge, of course. Mm. And of course, it also goes with a certain level of leadership because you need to get people's attention when you teach them you need to make sure that they understand what you're saying so we need mm. a certain level of uh, leadership skills um mm. also as administration if especially for me i have classes so i need to make sure that administrative skills are on a certain level so mm. it's, it's uh, that pi- that kind of package of course it has different degrees but basically that's that's that all right okay well thank you we thank we thank god for your gifts and we pray that may he continue to bless you as you use them to edify his church um we've come to the end of our podcast thank you for uh, being here with us for sharing with us do you have any last words for the listener five seconds i, I thought you said <laughs> the last words <laughs> well um just pray to god um, to reveal to you what your spiritual gift is and use it accordingly for Amen. the very to you for. All right, all right. God bless you, listener. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. See you next time. Bye. Bye bye.